Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here once again with the Freedom Nation podcast, and we are kicking off another of our interviews with entrepreneurs that have gone from uh, a different world to their own businesses, built a uh, built a wonderful practice and gone. Today, I've got Steve Feld on. Uh, Steve is a business coach. Uh, we call him Biz Coach Steve. And Steve really focuses on helping. He's built a bunch of businesses in his life. And so what his job is and what his life is today is working with small business owners and helping them grow. So welcome to the show, Steve. Great. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff. I'm glad to have you on here. I'm really excited to talk to you. It was fun talking before this and getting to know you a little bit. So uh, let's kick it off with the question I ask everybody when we get started, which is tell us your story. How'd you get to where you are today? It's been a long journey, but I've owned and operated seven businesses, ran three others. And anytime I had one of those J-O-Bs growing up, and that's back in a few years ago, I was always one of those fortunate people. They left me alone to do my thing. As long yeah. as I didn't mess up, I never heard a word. So mm-hmm. I kind of started taking ownership of like a department, a division. And then I got offered to start up a new company with someone and run a di- or help create a division with another guy. So I was employee number five. Ten years later... Well, a couple of years later, we got bought out by Warner Brothers, so we became a division for them. Nice. And 10 years after that, I was like, okay, time for me to move on, because I started my uh, company while I was doing it, got my MBA, and they had over 5,000 employees at that time. That is awesome. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, just that, no kidding. That grew. What, uh, what's, what, did, or what type of company was it that you sold to Warner Brothers? Uh, yeah, the company I was working for, was, we were handling merchandising and licensing for musical acts. So I was oh. actually traveling around the world working for different musical acts. So I started doing process improvement, change management for us, because I saved a million dollars one year. Good Lord. I got my partner. He was like, you know what? What else can we do? Said, <laughs> okay, Steve, this is what's expected of you every year yeah. from now on out is saving us a million dollars. Yeah, and well, the venues that we went to started seeing what I was, how we were so efficient and we were saving them money right then and there in a, in a show. So they started calling me up on my days off. So I'd be on the phone during my day off consulting, doing process improvement for a venue on like everything from food and beverage, parking, tickets, you name it just helping them that way. And then I just got tired of never having a day off. I said, you know what? I'm going to leave the road. I'm going to open up my own business. <laughs> and that's where Biz Coach Steve came from. That's it. <laughs> and I started writing business and marketing plans for techies because yeah. for tech startups. But we all know how that tech bubble happened. Oh, good Lord, yes. I was right in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah geez. So tell us a little bit about uh, your practice. I mean, I know you do business coaching for small business. So tell us a little bit, you know, there's a lot of people that do that. What's what's your secret sauce? 
A couple of things. I mean, I have coaches underneath me. I also have some, an e-learning academy. So it's for a, someone who wants to do it themselves. They get a video every week, short and simple. Just focus on that for one week. And they kind of stair step up. And I've had people go through it and have blown up their businesses going from like 10,000 a year to I have someone in their third year now. They're doing over almost a half a million a year. And they're still wow. in that automated do-it-yourself. That's awesome. We have one-on-one mastermind groups, and then we also have proprietary software. So we take an existing business who wants to do better, run them through the software with them. So it's like this on Zoom, and we'll find them anywhere from like ten thousand, fifty thousand, or even over a hundred thousand dollars at hidden annualized revenue, hmm. without them spending more money on marketing or advertising. And we have an implementation schedule, and it breaks it down how we can do it and make it reality. That's awesome. So what uh, walk me through what basically the the software does, you know, or your your online academy, how does that work? Yeah, the online academy, one of the biggest things we see with business owners is like it starts off like start about talking about your market dominating position. Mm. Your elevator pitch. Yeah. You've all been in networking events, right? And mm. tell tell me about your business, about yourself at networking. So it's 3 minutes of you have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Now, why would you do business with someone like that versus someone who can say something in 30 seconds and you're like, wow, you're speaking to my heart, my brain. Mm. I need to do business. I need you in my business. So we have to teach them that who's your target market because it's not everyone. So get that out of your head right now, people. And it slowly stair steps up to even starts getting later on in the program because it's a year long of how to start bringing on employees, how to source them how to interview them, how to onboard them, which you could have been an employee, but you never did any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I was interviewed, but you've never been on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. That's more to it than just asking questions. Yeah. So, and it, we also have a $2 million ad library in there, resources they can download using their drip emails, campaigns, mm-hmm. landing pages. So we're basically giving them, so they don't have to reinvent all this stuff when we mm-hmm. say, hey, Here's market dominating positions. They can go to a resource center, find their industry, and there's hundreds of them there. And they can just pick and choose and play with them, make it theirs. That's fantastic. Trying to make so it what, do you, what do you call your online academy? Uh, you, my e-learning system. <laughs> okay, so is it brand academy, but That's my e-learning academy. I don't know. I've never called it anything else because <laughs> It's so, it is what it, it's that. It's like, I'm not going to come with some fancy name. Let's just call it. <laughs> That's it. I love it. I love it. So, you know, let's say I, I'm in your online academy and then I kind of, I want to step up to that next level. What typically is that next level for somebody? Yeah, usually group coaching. So okay. we have a different couple different kind of groups. We have one that's very structured. It has a video every week, but we go online. It's usually about capped out at 12 people. And those people, it's kind of like a mastermind slash group okay. program. And then we have another group that's every week. So people come and go. It's not held to like attendance and everything. So we do a little training in that and then open it up and ask the expert. And a lot of people learn from each other. And that's the magic of these kind of groups because someone could have been there, done it. You could have that question. They're like, oh, listen, I went through that last year. Let me tell you what I learned. And it's like, wow. And I'm always learning something new from them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I always love being part of those kind of coaching groups. You know, it's fine doing one-on-one with a with a coach or whatever, but it's yeah. there's so much that comes from especially having, let's say, a group of five to seven other business owners. Okay. I mean, you know, whether you're in the same industry or not, it doesn't really matter right. because business is business. And we all have, you know, we all hire employees, we all deal with financials, we all, and it, no matter what it is, we, we all are dealing with those kind of things. So that's, it's just fantastic to, to have those kind of groups. You nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, of course, I'm assuming individualized coaching with yeah. uh, with coach as well, correct? One-on-one. Okay. And then after that, we have kind of, I call it an elite mastermind because that's invite only. The people that are in that group, they're a little bit more high performance. They're not startups anymore. They mm-hmm. probably, I think everyone in the group has owned at least one business prior. Okay. That's, it just happens like that. It wasn't a requirement, but those are the people it's like, yeah, everyone has, we have, it's very super hyper structured. Someone's in a hot seat. Everyone there is like-minded and I kid you not, the magic happens there as well. It's just the peer group because everyone's on the same page. Like I will share everything I have for you. Mm-hmm. I will receive whatever you have for me. And that's the acceptance in there. And it's amazing how how fast these companies now start growing because they're, I was in my mastermind group yesterday. And it's like mm-hmm. last night, I'm like to do my to-do list between now and my next mastermind group because it's like I couldn't write fast enough. <laughs> I to, like, <laughs> I'm trying to write like, oh my God, he just dropped a golden bomb. <laughs> I'm going to have to yeah. listen to recording at what <laughs> worst part is I'm, I'm a slow writer to begin with. So it's like, I, I, okay, my brain doesn't work fast enough for my hand. Right. <laughs> I just write down the time that said someone said it and then yeah. the recording will be out today. I'll listen. That, to yeah. That's the beautiful time. part. Yeah. Let me just hit the record button. That, that's the beauty of zoom now. Yeah. Um, I almost don't like being in, in uh, like a regular in-person mastermind because I can at least record it and I can go back and look at it once again or twice again if I need to. Yeah, all my groups were master or masterminds were always in person prior yeah. to Zoom. And yeah. I always had a recorder in the room. Yeah. So their well, whole I mean, job it's just, is- Yeah, it's just something to that. You can also, you know, you can also see what somebody, their facial expressions and what they're feeling and everything else nowadays. Um, I'm guessing during COVID, it actually worked out pretty well because you were able to- um, you know, you were on Zoom already, so that yes. that was not hard to. Yeah, I've been on Zoom for four years prior pandemic. So and when, you were on Zoom when it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool because everyone when the pandemic hit, everyone's like, "What's that thing you're on all day?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. For us, I mean, the funny part is, I I laugh because you know, I today I'm in, I'm the same way. I'm like, I I I'm not going back. I'm not going back to in person appointments. I'll I'll continue to be on Zoom. Um, because I just found I was so much more efficient, um, you know, cause I, I live in Austin and traffic in Austin is just awful and, and jackassing around town. Just, I, I you know, I, I'm not spending windshield time anymore either. There there's, I give two options on my Calendly link. You can either come to my office and meet, or we can do a zoom. That's it. I don't, I don't go anywhere. I stay where I'm at. <laughs> I agree. I was putting 19,000 miles a year on my car and leaving at six in the morning, starting at network, come home at 10 at night after a network. But it's those gaps that were in between meetings where I'd have to get to the next place now in 20 minutes. Well, that doesn't give you enough time to get into something and put your mind there. 
And I'm like, this has got to stop. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the other part is my assistant too, didn't seem to understand that if you, if you book me in multiple places, you, you need to put a little bit of time. You can't just bump them right together. (laughs) Thank God for, I mean, I I got to the point where I just started making her use Calendly and Calendly, I've got a 30 minute buffer on each side of an appointment. So it's like, okay, at least I know I get pretty much anywhere in town in 30 minutes. (laughs) That's the way to do it. Well, let's talk a little bit about what do you, what's new in your business that you've got coming up now. I've been doing these master classes okay. for business owners, and a big one that's been hitting a, hitting the most is like the three biggest lead generating mistakes and how to avoid them. So okay. we actually just not only talk about the mistakes it's like, and how to avoid them, we're actually giving strategies that people can use that day in their hmm. business without costing them more money or mark, on marketing or advertising. And that seems to be, and we do those for free because I'm a big believer. I volunteer for SCORE, so, and I do a lot of teaching there, a lot of workshop. It's whatever we can do to help the small business owner survive and thrive. Well, and I mean, it's, they'll, they'll find you if they want more, more of that. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. If they need the help, we're there, but I'm going to give you enough to at least get something going. Yeah. That same thing in my books. All the books came from listening to the business owners of all sizes. And they all had the same problems. Like, well, I'm going to take that one subject and put it in a book and we'll address it. And we're going to get it and speak their language, not business speak, CPA speak, or any of that. Yeah, I I totally agree. That's fantastic. Well, let's uh, now put you in the hot seat here and talk about the, uh, the Fast Five questions here. So you ready? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you woke up in the morning, business totally gone, you still have the knowledge in your head, you've got 500 bucks, laptop, computer, place to live and food. What are you going to do first? I would start, well, I'm in Arizona, so I'd start a new company and I'd start pounding phone, getting clients because I have the idea for many other businesses being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. just grab those, one of those and go. Just start getting clients right away. I love it. And you didn't even spend your 500 bucks. That's the best part. No, it'd be phone calls and no website, no business cards, none of that. I don't need it. You know what? You have my laptop. Guess what? I can create a script and use my phone. I'm gold. Let's go. That's awesome. That is, uh, that's the funny part. Everybody thinks, yeah, I, I love talking to new business owners. And it's like, well, I need to work with somebody to build a, a website and, you know, oh, we need this and that. Okay, that's all just excuses to spend money and not to make money. Uh, you know, just get out there, start getting clients and you'll figure it out uh, because you don't even know who you are yet as a business. So you can't make a website. That's it. <laughs> you really even know who you are. You know, I know enough biz- about business. It's like, who do I want to target? Where mm-hmm. are they? Let's go. Yeah, and what's their, and I'm going to go talk to them and get, ask them a lot of questions about what their problems are and I'll find you know, I'll find a solution to their problems at that point. Yeah, you don't know the industry. It's a sim- simple question. Can I ask you ask you five questions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Hi, Caramba. Well, <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> Number one, and I preach it to this day because I learned it the hard way, is asking for help. Yes. Because I was that typical business owner. I know what I'm doing. It's my business. No one knows what's better than me. That was the worst thing that happened to me in my business. Mm-hmm. The second I asked for help, 
Yeah. It was magic. It happened within 45 days, my whole life. Well, and, and you said it too. I mean, you know, a perfect example, if you're a new business owner, if you're somebody that's thinking about getting into business, score. Yeah. So can you quickly just talk about what score is for our audience and let them know what resources are available? Yeah, the best thing is it's a division of the Small Business Administration. It's free. <laughs> it's made up of volunteers who are ex-CEOs, ex-entrepreneurs, ex-business owners, ex-leaders in an industry. So they all have a specialty and they kind of know their stuff. And they are, most of them are retired. I'm like the youngest one in my chapter. And they're sharing their knowledge and helping you to avoid these mistakes in the future. Yeah. And they do a lot of workshops. They have lots of resources and it's all free. Yeah. That's the beautiful part. I mean, all you have to do is make an appointment. And I mean, that's what, that's what people are, are, you know, volunteering for. They want to help small business owners. So, yeah, I mean, that's that, I don't think that's, people don't realize the, the amazing resources our government has and, and sometimes can be very ham handed the way they do things, but score is one of those things that is just a wonderful resource that they provide. Um, there's others like small business development corporation. So that is, uh, SBDC is really as your business grows, so you're past that startup phase, right. and now you've got people that can really connect you to some major resources and help you to grow your business. And once again, government funded, connected to the SBA, I think it's just absolutely amazing. But to your point on this, what do you have to do? Ask for help. <laughs> And, you know, we're proud business owners and it's tough. I'll be honest with you. But the day I did it, I was scared, nervous. My ego, I put it in check. And it was the smartest decision I've ever made in my life. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. So I made friends with a, a author, public speaker. You know, he's become a good friend of mine and just has the biggest heart in the world. And I'm sitting here this afternoon and I wasn't I didn't even ask I was just talking to him and he began to volunteer how I'm going to get my book published he went we went through like everything in the book the concepts and all this and we were he was bouncing ideas off of me I was bouncing ideas off of them I mean there's people out there who just want to help that just care and it's just getting in contact with them and I the I literally it was, I saw him speak once and I reached out to him and, and just bought him a cup of coffee. And it's been one of the most amazing relationships that I've ever had, you know, uh, from that perspective. And I don't ask anything of him. He just volunteers a lot of stuff. And you just brought up, I mean, it is that easy. Yeah. Asking him to meet for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Buy him a lunch. I mean, I 20 bucks, you spend 20 bucks on lunch and get you know, get the ear of somebody for an hour, hour and a half that has been through where you're at, has the, you know, has got the experiences, also probably has the connections that can get you in front of the right people. You. you know, you could go out there as an author and beat your head against the wall and try and get a book published, but having somebody that's published 22 books in his life already and can connect you with, hey, talk to this guy, he can help you get started and everything else. That's Yes, don't do this to yourself. No. That's, really that's what it's here for. What is a good book that you would recommend for our audience? There's been a, quite a few books because I'm an avid reader. I've 
believed in it. Once I also learned a coach, well, my coach, my very first coach said, you should always be reading. Yep. Because most people don't read a book after they leave college or high school. And I'm an avid reader about it. And I'm always continuing learning. One book, it was like, get on the bus. And it was about bringing on the right people on your team. And that was very monumental. There's so many, it was like, change or die. I, I, was, I was working, well, running a business. And the board, one of the board members said, read Change or Die. And I had to go to a, an amusement park convention. I know it sounds rough. <laughs> it was. But I read that book three times. Wow. I came back. I asked for a special meeting in front of the board. And I said, listen, we need to change or die. So I need to, like, we need to ask 30 people in these positions, do a reorg, do all this. And they just looked at me like, you got our blessing. <laughs> and we did it. The business jumped 40% two months later. Yeah, and sometimes you know you just gotta you've got to be away. I was uh, I was talking to my friend today, and we were we were talking about it. I I went to a convention, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, or it was a it was a event for a vendor, and yeah, I just literally took the time to get away from business. I just literally I was a complete hermit. Didn't really I didn't want to get to know anybody there. I just literally sat in my room most of the time, but I thought about my whole business during that time period. Sometimes you just got to get out. Um, I didn't get to go to an amusement park convention, but. <laughs> it was rough, you know, right? Because I'm there, the place I ran was an 1880s Western theme town. So I have very, we had specific, like all my people gave me a hit list to look for things because it had to fit our theme, our style, okay. everything. And it was a lot. And there was some cool stuff there. And they even had a whole amusement park set up in the buildings. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'll give you that. I mean, that was, that was actually work. So it was uh, work. work. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, just, wasn't just hanging out in your room and, and working on your business. You actually oh, did work while you were there. It was a lot of palm pressing. And yeah. <laughs> hey, can this come in with wood? Ancient, really ancient wood? <laughs> can, we make, yeah, can we make this happen? So that's awesome. When can it be good? Um, what, uh, what is a good tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend to our audience? My number one tool is my calendar. Okay. I live and dive on my calendar and I've, I'm fully into time blocking to doing certain tasks and I have them color coded so I know what's productive, what's online, what's for certain things. And if I don't see certain colors on my calendar, I know I'm not doing something for like lead gen or client relations or something of that nature. It's visual. It keeps me on track. And I had to do this two years ago is actually schedule my lunches on it because I forgot about lunch. And I wonder why, why am I so hungry at night? <laughs> well, I didn't the, eat all day. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem too. You sit there and it's like, okay, by about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you realize you didn't eat. And then it then you start running down and running down towards the end of the day. So yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that and I've always got some kind of little snack sitting on my desk to, to make sure I keep the fuel going, keep the machine going all that during that time period. But and totally agree. Strategic time for your business where yeah. everything is off. You're thinking, just like you said, get away from it. Get in your business and write it down. So I have strategic thinking time and personal time. Yeah. That's the other part that, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, you need to have, uh, you know, you need to have work-life balance. Well, schedule it. 
schedule it. Yeah, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> sleep. I know one of my friends lives and dies on their calendar. They actually have sleep time scheduled. So they, they could be in an event at 9.30 and they say, I have to leave because I need to be in bed in 30 minutes. And they're not joking because they're on a strict routine. And you know what? It works phenomenal in their life. Yeah. I, well, I agree with you. I mean, I use that same system with my calendar with the color coding, you know, and so an example on my calendar, it's green is anything related to sales or, or clients or anything like that. Yellow is meetings with with my kind of peers or, or the people that are like key people in my life orange is you know public events and networking and things like that and that's how i've always managed the process because i can look at it and go okay if this week has no green on it that means i need to be i need to be focusing on either bringing clients in for reviews or going out and generating more business you know have my am i meeting with my with my key referral partners okay well i gotta get a few more of those in there and some lunches and uh, you know, those, all those little bits and pieces, but I, I find it's the easiest way for me to visually look at it and just kind of see what's going on and even look a couple of weeks out to see where I'm at. That's it. I always tell people, find something that works for you. Yep. I mean, obviously we're both on the same page, the visual and then the reminders and it keeps us on track and focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm absolutely on board with it. So I don't know where I learned it from. So I think a friend of mine kind of shared that concept with me. And I think for the last probably nine years, I've done that. And I shifted to Google Calendar nine years ago, and I've used it ever since, you know, with that in all my businesses. That's the first thing that gets actually opened up on when I open up my computer is calendar yeah. first. Last thing that gets closed is calendar. Well, the, and the funny thing with me is I'm, I do, you know, I do the very thing. I get into the office or actually I get up in the morning and that's the first thing I do is, okay, let's look at the schedule for the day. But then I'm such a weirdo. Then I actually take that and I copy that with my task list into my calendar for the day <laughs> or my day timer for the day because I still always have that with right. me. I just find it, if I don't write it down, it's not real to me. So, you know, I'll do it right. There you go. Because <laughs> you know what? This does a little different than the task list in my calendar. It's the same. But the night before, like last night, I wrote down all the things I had to get done today. Why? I'm going to bed with that now in my head. Got it written down. And when I wake up, I know exactly how my day is going to go. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't I do that the night before because then my brain would not shut off and I would be awake <laughs> after night. So I, I try and shut my brain down or I run myself down and then go to sleep. And then I get up right. at six o'clock in the morning and get started. But yeah, same thing. Um, you know, it's, it's just having a game plan and, right. and writing that game plan down. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure NFL coaches have all kinds of systems and things like that, but almost always they've got it written down or you see them have a tablet there that they can actually have and hold in their hands. Look how many coaches have a pen stuck in their ear. There you go. On their shirt. Yep. All of them. Yep. They're constantly taking notes. Mm -hmm. And and it's that notes instead of doing uh you know the the notes instead of typing them into a computer sometimes writing them down just makes complete sense. So exactly. Well, what if somebody needs to get in contact with you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, I got my website bizcoachsteve, B-I-Z Coach Steve. 
Okay. And I'm always on LinkedIn. That's probably my name, main platform and Facebook. Those are my big ones. But yeah, I always offer like small business owners. You have questions struggling. You just need a vent because sometimes as a business owner, you can't go to your spouse because if you tell them about how bad everything is, they're like, I told you you shouldn't have done this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I call it the downward spiral after that. You can't tell your employees because then all of a sudden they're updating their resume. Mm-mm. And you can't tell your friends because they're thinking, oh, he's a failed because you're too proud to so you're a failed business owner. Mm-hmm. And I always say, you know, get on a call with me for 15 minutes, not a sales call. Time to vent, ask a question, get it out. And it's been I've done this for probably five years now. And it's amazing. Some people go, hey, I just want to, you know, vent. Yeah. Go for it. You're not going to get judged. You're golden. Yeah. Advice or any of that condescending stuff it's like vent away glad glad to talk with you and it's just yeah it's fun to to just have a conversation sometime with a business owner and if i can share something that helps your day make your day better that's what i'm here for that's that's it and if you need a resource and i know it i'll give it brilliant fine yeah that's awesome i've heard all sorts of kind of fun things even about their spouses okay yeah i know (laughs) i need a vent about my spouse all right you know i'm not a marriage counselor but i've saved a lot of marriages (laughs) that's that's the added benefit of being a a good business coach that's it we save marriages all right buddy well thank you so much for being on here steve i really appreciate it folks um if you need help or if you just need to vent about your spouse apparently you can call steve (laughs) and he'll talk with you for 15 minutes about it yeah, I'm not uh, exactly the best person about vending about spouse. I'm divorced, so. <laughs> oh no, not good. Yeah, well, you can you can give them that side of it. You don't want to go there. Yeah, you don't uh, want to go there. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you so much, uh, folks. Reach out to him. Uh, like I said, the door's open, and just like we talked about on question number two, if you don't ask for help, it, nobody's just going to volunteer it up for you. So ask for help and and people will help you and you've got one on the screen that can help you right away Um, as always we publish these shows two times a week tuesdays and thursdays so make sure that you keep your eyes out for that and right down below steve is the subscribe button make sure you hit subscribe so that you are kept up to date on all the things that are going on and all the things that are going on in freedom nation world so thanks a lot we'll see you guys back here next time for listening to the freedom nation podcast you can find us on apple podcasts and all the major channels wherever you're listening please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review if you have friends and family that could benefit from their own freedom day please share with them finally join freedom nation by following us on facebook instagram and twitter